welcome to Off the Rack. I'm Tiffany. I'm Sal. And welcome to this live edition of our show. We take the books in the past week, recap them, review them, tell you what we thought about them, and then recommend comics that are coming out this week that we think you should check out. This is the premiere comic book news, reviews, and recommendations show that is only live on Mondays. There are other ones but uh, ours are almost as good, if not just uh, as good. The only, we're, we're the premier one. We're the on premier. Comic Pop. On one of the Comic Pop channels, of which there are three. That's right. Speaking of which, we didn't do any promotion for it, but there was a new old episode of Bonus Round, which was the back issues of video games where Tiffany plays an old video game thanks to uh, recommendations from both Danielle and the audience that we made 10 years ago. And yeah. the most recent episode that dropped on Sunday was Friday the 13th. I totally forgot. Which is such a game. fun, damn, it's a, it's a damn fun game. I remember playing it in my bedroom on a giant CRT TV, just getting frustrated, but having a ball doing it. Uh, I'm really excited for you to check that out if you haven't already over on YouTube.com at Comic Pop Plays. Of course, don't forget to subscribe to this channel and give us a like. It helps us out. So we're going to be talking about the books that came out. And obviously, we're going to talk about Spider-Man. I know Tiffany was not prepared for it. I mentioned it on Twitter. I wasn't. I'm not prepared for anything. I was I was living in Wes Anderson world. It's true. Yeah. Tiffany actually wrote, uh, conceived, directed, shot, and cut a promo slash... What would you what would you describe? It was just it? a viral video. It's just, you know, we didn't make a viral video. No, it we didn't. A... No, 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 no. Sorry. It is a current trend over on TikTok. So we well, I was like, we should do it. And so I was like, let's do it. Why not? Yeah. What do you want me to do? Right. So Tiffany, but it's, also, it's also a promo for the upcoming back. Issues. That's right. So if you haven't already checked it out, it will be live on uh, YouTube.com slash comic pop at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So you can watch it while you're watching the, this. The Wes Anderson uh, thing. Not the Wes Anderson thing. <laughs> that will also be out on Instagram.com slash comic pop official and TikTok.com slash comic papa, uh, which is where we are on TikTok. But you don't have to worry about that. It's a really fun video. Also, it's on Twitter at twitter.com slash Sal says what? But who gives a crap about that blue garbage anyway? It's all going to hell in a handbasket, just like Amazing Spider-Man. Uh, but I'm really excited to talk about that topic because it, it's not the usual discourse. And I've seen so much of it. Like, there's so much discourse about what's happening in Spider-Man. Right. And I'm like, we have to talk about this. We have to it be, would be part of the discourse. We must add our voice to the chorus. That's right. I want, well, especially uh... because I think we're going to be harmonizing. You know, they're, everybody's doing everybody's like a bass and we're going to be the tenor that really like sings. I don't know I, anything about music. So I'm just like, that sounds awesome. Right. That's or uh, awesome. we're, you know, we're going to be the altos. Uh, if you're talking about the female section, because uh, altos are underappreciated, but also uh, they are necessary to the chorus. Say Sal knows what part of chorus I was part of. I was also in chorus. <laughs> yeah. And you were, yeah, I was, I also can't sing. So that didn't help either. It was just a bad, it was, it was, it was a bad four years. <laughs> I'd say that uh, high school for me was way better than middle school. And middle school for me was in one building, so it was 11 years of hell. And then four years of, like, whatever. Well, oh, purgatory. That's, I'm I like, what's between that, heaven and hell? I oh, my chorus. Oh, in I see. Yeah, chorus was tough. I'm not a fan. I'm not good. I'm yeah. bad at it. I liked it. We had a, we had well, a... you can sing. There's a really big difference between those no, two. I know what notes can. are. That's all. But uh, anyway, uh, this show is sponsored by viewers like you. If you're watching the show live and you, for whatever reason, based on this banter, want to give us any money, you can do so by using Super Chats. Ask a question or comment. If, if this didn't sell it. If this didn't sell it, I don't know what will. But uh, yeah, check it out over uh, use Super Chats. Ask a question or comment. We'll be uh, here on the show. 
And or if you don't feel like doing that, you can go to patreon.com slash compop. Or if you're watching the show after the show goes live and you still want to help us out and you want to do it financially, there's an earn button. It's like a heart with a dollar sign in it. You can click that if you want. And it'll still be part of the comments and it'll be like emblazoned. There'll be a thing on it, you know, and I'll probably answer it. Uh, but yeah, there are a couple of fine people that did that. That this uh, that Streamyard did not capture, including Beeper Leaper, who said, "Come on, what's popping? Here's some coin that Wes for that and that Wes Anderson style video was hilarious." Yay! Thank you very much, Thank Beeper you. Leaper. Uh, Mickey Veach says, "Finally caught up on the Zadarsky Batman. Probably not the first to bring up this, but it feels like a sequel to the Morrison run." Hex surviving a moonfall sounds like something Morrison would do. Uh, I didn't actually really even think about that until you mentioned it, because the fact is, it does feel. Uh, very much like the the kind of thing that that Morrison would have done uh, during their run on either Justice League or Batman. So I completely agree with you. It does feel like that. Certainly, it does. Uh, it, it it is Zadarsky like playing the hits, but in his own style. It's like getting you know a really cool band to do an unexpected cover. You know, it's like uh, uh, Joe Walsh doing a Beatles cover. You know, where it's like, whoa, that is sick, and maybe I like it better. You know, but uh, yeah. So. Um, we're going to talk about Spider-Man towards the end because I think that'll okay. keep you guys around a little longer. <laughs> <laughs> also, there's so many books to talk about. I uh, I, I don't know why I, I'm vamping. I think it's also that we, you know, there's so many books. This was such a light week for me, first yeah. of all. Second of all, uh, it'll it'll give you some time to actually, like, talk about other things instead of just talking about that one thing. Yeah. Oh, your pop filter's crazy. I just noticed that. It is, yeah. I wanted to test out this one to That's see how it fair. goes. I was going to see. How I have it any now. So you have the one. So now that... my plosives won't be so plosivey. Oh, good use of plosive. That's Thank the first you. time I've ever heard it used in a sentence. Really? Yeah. Oh. Anyway, uh, I read Superman, Batman or Batman, Superman world's finest number 14 from Mark Wade and Dan Mora. This continues to be like one of the best looking books at DC, obviously, because, you know, Dan Mora is drawing it. Um, it's also continuing to be fun and uh, joyful. It's set in the past of DC's past, uh, written by a person who would know it best. Um, so because it's set in the past, now we're 14 issues in, and I I don't think I've asked this question yet. So okay. I don't know why 14, listen to you talk about this for 14 issues. Yeah, issues. Now, which, is that 14 months or does it come out twice a month? I, I don't know. Uh, anyway, <laughs> um, but like, since this is taking place in the past, does it ever feel like you know something massive can't happen? Um, I don't care. Okay. Okay. So we're we're in such a weird place with comics that like we, we talked about this on the couch a little bit. Now I you know what let's let's use this as our as our topic for today. Uh, oh, like a little. I thought topic. the topic was Spider Man. It, it's Sp Spider Man. Spider Man. You know, it's a whole okay. different thing. Okay. That's what this is. That's a different topic. But uh, you know, I think that uh, there's something about the big two and the stories that they are encouraged to tell. Uh, that um, the the dissolving of Elseworlds at DC, mm -hmm. getting rid of the Elseworlds label, mm -hmm. actually ended up harming main continuity comics because they can't... Writers who are restless or want to tell the biggest, most bombastic story have no place else to put it. Right, right, right. But right. in main continuity, lest you are a big enough deal to get like a black label book. Mm. You know, if you... Because the reality is, I think a handful of people have written black label books. Whereas if you look at Elseworlds, like there, there's a myriad mm -hmm. of mm -hmm. writers and artists who've worked on those titles, and there's an expectation if you if you have a bunch of Elseworlds books, you can really uh, it, it casts a wider net and captures a lot more creators and allows them to really get 
you know, essentially get their creative rocks off where they can tell like a big insane story. Look at how Tom Taylor works in either main continuity or not main continuity. There's one book in continuity that he writes that I like outside of everything else. Mm -hmm. And it's fun. Everything else he does is fine, but out of continuity, he's a, he, he, you know, he's a Titan. Yeah. He nails it. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, you know why? Because he's better at being unrestrained. But that unrestrained attitude doesn't work or it shouldn't work in mainstream comics because mm-hmm. as a result, comic book fans are reading these books and the, and every effing story is the biggest effing thing. Yeah, And so they're getting burnout mm-hmm. and the next writer has to work twice as hard, three times as hard to undo what happened, rendering all the subsequent stories inert or irrelevant and makes the readers burn out faster because ever, whether they are tired of the whole universe being under threat every single month or they recognize the patterns and go, I mean, I can't really get invested in this because I know it's going to get unmade when the next creative team comes in. Mm-hmm. Whereas if these writers and artists had different places to go where they were allowed to F around. I mean, like how much fun is deceased? How much fun is injustice? How much fun was the dark multiverse so much as we made fun of it, but it was because, you know, you put too many restrictions on it. Dark multiverse, great idea. Tales of the dark multiverse. Right. That's just what if, but also it has to have a bad ending. Well, gee whiz. Now I know how it's going to end. Right. Now that is kind of where black label was leaning. Yes. Well, it's always more adult oriented, which, which, which some adults seem to confuse with dark. Sure. But uh, but those books don't have to be within continuity. They don't, and sometimes they are, but most of the time they are not. Right. That that does make it confusing. With Elseworlds, you knew. But I have a feeling that, that folks... So I agree mm-hmm. that I do think there is a hurt there. But I also think that a lot of folk won't read an Elseworlds story. I think that they... Well, only because they've been conditioned by time. Right. But, well, because a, uh, The right kind of person is going to read an Elseworlds oh, story. There's a absolutely. lot of people who are like, ooh, that doesn't matter. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, you know, first of all, we know that that label is very hit or miss. Yes. The Elseworlds label, <sighs> yes. like the, the stories that came out underneath the Elseworlds sta- uh, like label are they're not even I don't even know if there's hit or miss. It's mo- it's a lot of misses. It's a lot of misses. But then like you for every miss or for yeah. every 10 misses. Yeah. You get Kingdom Come. Right. Right. And it's like, oh, well, I or guess Red it's Sun or like, right. And it's worth it. I think it's worth it to have mm-hmm. like an ocean of crap. If you have these islands of awesome sure. that emerge from them. But if you're looking at it from a business perspective, you're like, ooh, I don't know if that's worth Right, but if it sells, who cares? Who cares if it's critically panned that's as long if, as the damn thing sells? If it sells, yeah. I think fans are also been conditioned often to not care about something that isn't in continuity. Right. And that always comes that comes a lot back to, you know, you know, cost. Yes. Right. It's a cost of money, it's a cost of time. Mm-hmm. You know, you only have so much of each. Yes. And so unless it's a creative team you're really behind or it's an idea that you're really interested in, you yeah. may not be like willing to put the, the dollars behind or it. the time. That's true. Yeah. And so no, it's it, a double-edged sword to be yeah. sure. Uh, my, my thing is with respect to it being alienating mm-hmm. for some readers, I'd rather the readers choose not to read it than burn out my existing audience. Cause I think those are the options, mm-hmm. right? Cause like if you're given a choice, mm-hmm. something you don't want to read, or something you feel compelled to read that eventually just burns a hole in your soul. Mm-hmm. You you will scorched earth comics if they burn you out enough. Sure. 
Whereas with Elseworlds, it's like, it's a harmless label and you'll hear about it. You know, so if, if it is good, if the right. cream does rise to the top, you'll, you'll be like, oh man, I heard about this amazing And series. that's what you really have to do. And, and then that does feel a little exclusionary or like elitist, but that may be the way you'd have, if you were going to bring it back, yeah. you'd have to just pick the top yeah. creative teams that could come out and, and come out with like a strong pitch. Be like, what do you want to do? Yeah. Watch as Marvel effed that up. There's actually, it's, it's, it's a masterclass in how to screw up an initiative an imprint and a, and a, and a direction. Uh, they did exactly what we suggested. What if mm-hmm. they had chips of Darsky launched spider shadow? Yeah. It's a mini series. And at the time it had, while you don't necessarily care too much for Pascal Ferry, I thought it looked pretty great. Right. Again, but you that's, had that's a, that's but, a total but it's a subjective opinion, opinion but it, like you can't ar- it ain't Greg Land. No. You know where it's like no, with no, Simeon no, Spider-Man I, I, where it's yeah. like a really tough choice for me. That one was no choice at all. Zdarsky and Pascal Ferry doing this incredible story set in continuity but with 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 top-tier talent mm-hmm. with a new initiative, new logo, new imprint and then nothing. What came next? Nothing. But then now Marvel is announcing a new initiative called What If Dark. Yeah, it's Tales it's, from the Dark Multiverse. It's I was gonna say it's but, Black Label. Yeah, no, it's What If Dark. It's Tales from the Dark effing multiverse. Where it's what if, but what if they end bad? And I'm it, like, that's that's you've done that already. They did do that. They did that. There was actually a huge period in What If where it was only dark. It's so stupid. Well, also they did it more recently too. Those Darkhold books, they all ended dark. Yes, but those weren't called What If. This is what happens right, when you have like, too many people who work idea. for your company who don't know what the company did. I know it's funny about that. Yeah. Out of those, those Darkhold books. Yeah, those Darkhold books. One of them was really good. Right. And then the rest were, <laughs> eh. yeah. But and, and out of those, you'll have a memorable thing. And sure. it's cool that they did that. Yeah, what they really needed to do was with with the what if relaunch with Zdarsky was have like Zdarsky doing his thing and then have the next team already keep, working on yeah, it. Yeah, up yeah, they a, needed a pitch. Yeah, well, that's that is Zdarsky has been very vocal about it, and I, I don't I don't think I'm telling tales out of school when I say that he is very much ha, he has been vocal about Marvel not getting behind their trade game and not really pushing like sure. original graphic novels yeah. or really well collected trades and stories. And so that's where life story and uh, what if came from. Mm, mm. Um, but again, it's just, I think that if you give your creative, your creative bullpen and your audience, the option, it gives them an opportunity to really getting back to what we we're saying, like just wrapping it up. Yeah. Um, I, I think it gives them a chance to really like get that out of their system. So it's like, Hey, you get, you know what you find out, you find out like, Oh, Tom Taylor really thrives in this environment. Sure. And as long as we have this label, he will always thrive and we will always make money. We don't have to like waste him on something that maybe he's not best suited to. Right. And this is not a Tom Taylor bash fest. I'm just saying like, there are some writers who really, really lend themselves to one mm-hmm. group. And there's some who are versatile enough to be able to work in different genres mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or, or, or labels. I would say it also, it's a really good like exercise because it's really easy as we've seen with a lot of creators to get into like a rhythm or a lull yeah. in terms of when they're running on like, right. a, like a long run of a book to shake it up in terms of like forcing yourself to think differently so that when you come back, you're not going to necessarily bring all that with you, yeah. but you, you, you bring a new thought pattern with you. It was a, ex- a perfect example of that would really em- exemplifies what you just described. James Tynan, the fourth, a person who was a mainstream DC writer mm-hmm. was writing Batman mm-hmm. left to take a big Scrooge McDuck bin full of money from Substack, mm-hmm. but never stopped because he was still doing the nice house on the lake. Yeah. 
They gave him a place to go so they could retain him. And when they were done, they're not done, but like when there were lulls or when there were breaks, where'd he go? Sandman. Yeah. They gave him places to, to work mm-hmm. that allowed him to never Scott Snyder, you know, cold Turkey goes and does best jacket. God bless. But the, 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 the less he's in the public eye, you know, the less likely it, it'll be for him to have a tremendous return. Mm-hmm. And it's like, because the audience is fickle and they don't remember, you know, I, I wonder, mm-hmm. you know, I, I think that there are some fantastic things that came out of his best jacket line, but he didn't, he wasn't also doing like a black label book. He wasn't yeah. also doing this, that, and the other thing to like remind people he was cashing in on people remembering Batman and stuff. Right. Right. But he wasn't like maintaining that. Yeah. Now he did put a hundred percent, 110% of his creative energies into all those lines because they're like 20 books. Mm-hmm. And it's like good for him. You know, that's awesome. And I, I I appreciate that. You know, when you have more money than you know what to do with and after having such a prolific career, you can get away with that. Mm-hmm. Some folks aren't so lucky. You know, maybe they do need like guidance and shepherding and some kind of like, you know, place to go. Yeah. When they need that recharge. So Yeah. No, I and I, I think it's a great opportunity to bring back a label if they were to do that. I think it's a great opportunity for bring back readers, bring back readers to 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 get the reader who maybe is like I can't I I, I don't want to be in on a run for right. like a hundred issues right like <laughs> I I I I wasn't trying to give Tom King a hard time with that no but, but it's like, true like, know, it, it, the reality is there. like God will like, God willing everybody will get a hundred issues sure you know but like you may not feel like you're you can do that you can't but like maybe you feel like you can jump into this because you know it'll have an end. You totally. know there'll be a, a finality to this yeah. to this book, but it also gives your creators, like I said, like an opportunity to stretch some creative muscles that maybe they're not able to do at this moment. Yeah. So no. I, don't know. I think it's a, it's a good idea. I do understand the cost thing though. Right. You know, like no, I said, like you don't have the time, you don't have necessarily have the money. So no, it's true. They, they do have to consider those, 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 those situations. Mm-hmm. Uh, she Hulk number 12 from rainbow Rowell and Joe Quinones and Andres. Wait, wait. So the, uh, the other book was good. Yes. Which one? The, oh, uh, ba- oh yeah, that's right. World's Batman finest. Superman. Okay. Uh, world's finest. Um, great art, fine writing. Characters are fun. Uh, cute mystery. Uh, who killed Simon Stagg? Uh, the Daily Planet thinks Batman did, or rather Bruce Wayne did. Bruce Wayne in the last issue gets, gets arrested mm-hmm. and then immediately is back in the Batcave. And, you know, Clark is like, I'm sorry, I had to report. I have to be unbiased. I couldn't say, I know for a fact that Bruce Wayne didn't do it. It was just a cute banter between the two characters. Sure. But also it's a fun little like meta commentary. Like, yeah, Bruce Wayne didn't stay. He didn't spend a night in jail. He's a billionaire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's right, like, right. You know, for a minute, you're like, dun, dun, dun. And then you're like, oh yeah, that's right. Uh, <laughs> I live in the real world. Um, it's just, it's, it's fun. And, uh, and you can tell that Wade is trying to play with like characters that he doesn't get to, or normally wouldn't get the, the you know, the spotlight metamorpho, right. for example. Okay. Awesome. So yeah, it's just a, it's a fun book. If you haven't already read it, you should be reading this series. It's really cute and fun. Great. Um, yeah. She held 12. Uh, this is not the end of the series. I think there's one more at least. Uh, nope. There's more. Um, but and, wait, there's lots more. But wait, there's lots more. Uh, so this one, it, it, it they're only 25 away from 100. I know. 200. 200. That's right. <laughs> Numbers are hard for me. They're 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 purporting this to be uh, the legacy 175th issue, which Marvel like to do. They like to celebrate books mm-hmm. that end in five uh, or new or, or denominations uh, mm-hmm. or multiplications thereof. But uh, yeah, the, the you know, these covers are fine. They're, they drive me nuts because they're I, I feel like I've seen this already so many times. Like they're all just She-Hulk in a different pose, but full body. There's no there's no change mm-hmm. you know oh, i i think of the the marvel book 
where it's like they show like a flat image and then they show like they tilt the camera or they turn a thing and just like just this classic way of like approaching things from the Marvel perspective. And mm-hmm. This just isn't that. Well, um, but the but the covers are good. You know, they're good. They're good. And they, and, and they I don't I think have they, no problem with the Jim Bartel. They don't they don't over promise. No. And they don't under deliver. But, uh, you know, I, I'd be OK with a little with a little change up. I don't mind these because they're like little posters. They're like little posters. They're fun. They're yeah. It's they, a different approach. It's a different approach and it's a different kind of book. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Fun, cute, uh, slice of life. Not a lot of action. If you're looking for that kind of thing, if you're looking for more about the, like just, just being with a character, just hanging out with a character and, and being in that person's world for a little while, you will enjoy it. The, the backup is better than the main story. You should definitely check it out. Uh, it's 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 just good stuff mm. overall but uh you know it's not the best stuff it's not like i'm singing its praises to the point where it's like you know unbelievable fine okay but it's not uh but it's certainly harmless and it's and it's you know if if you are looking for uh, you know i'm not saying like oh skip the main event of something if you were you know but you know don't skip sins of sinister for god's sake but uh you know if you have some you know if you have some extra scratch give she hulk a try mm-hmm. uh by issue 12 there's no effort to uh hold your hand and carry you through it like you better know what's going on and who these characters are but mm-hmm. again there's only three characters so who cares um cute stuff awesome no argument there love it yeah um real quick i read nightwing uh 103 from tom taylor and uh, uh eduardo panis pansica oh travis moore as well uh, I, I don't know. This website sucks. And I don't know why we keep using it, but it's my fault. Um, covers are fun. Uh, yeah. I like it. Uh, the story itself is also fun. Um, Did this one lose you a little bit? No, the okay. last one kind of lost me a little bit. You know, just like, really? I like it. I, I, it's a book that's so good. It's easy to forget. And that's a problem. Oh, um, but it's, but it's good. And it's doing everything I want to have happen okay you know i think that i am not the best judge of this this is a this is a good book and it's doing everything i want to see mm-hmm. from dc and from mainstream comics which is consistent team mm-hmm. uh you know high numbers triplicates mm-hmm. <laughs> right 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 uh and um and, and not afraid to let the protagonist succeed you know okay. mm-hmm. um the, if if but i also wonder you know, like, because there's another character that's young and fun and wears a form-fitting costume and has an active love life and, you know, people just want to see them succeed and be happy. Right. I wonder if the Nightwing effect happened to Spider-Man if Spider-Man would sell as well. Oh, interesting. But, uh, and if that effect, the fact, the effect of me being like, oh yeah, I forgot Nightwing or, oh yeah, well, I, I know that things are going to be okay. They don't need my vigilance. I'll I'll check that out later if that would affect that book in the same way. It's, but it's a good book. Yeah. Okay. It's just, it's, it's good stuff. Night, you know, the Titans are in his town, so it's him and the Titans. And it's just like, it's basically a soft Titans book with a reliance on Nightwing okay. and more growth and change, you know, like Nightwing is going to adopt a child and like, that's yeah. What? Lots of big changes, but in no way is it like, like, is he like being a, okay, Bruce did this. No. It's, it's more like he needs to, in order to beat Neron, the ruler of hell. Oh. And save this little girl. Oh. So. Does this little girl know that he's Nightwing? Yeah, it does. I don't know. I didn't read the last issue. So. Well, that sounds like that's very. I'm sure it'll come up. It's very dramatic. It's very like. Yeah, it's, it's exactly <gasps> what you'd dun, want. Dun, dun. Yeah, it's exactly this kind of thing you'd expect from a comic book. Uh, cute stuff. Fun. 
no car no no arguments here okay just uh just a good looking book and uh and good and well written awesome how about you tiffany we've heard from me a lot you have we have heard from you a lot but i like hearing her do you want to read me super chats or yeah i, I guess we could you take we a can, little can, little mini break yeah we'll jump into that for a minute we're and not going anywhere no 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 we're not leaving because we know that you'll leave don't go anywhere. There's no breaking. We're just going right. to we're gonna read what you guys have to say for That's a second. That's right. Bringing you into the show, actually. Get in here. Like Peach, who says, hi, I love you guys. I said a couple weeks ago, yeah, I'm going you. to start treating creator runs as arcs in manga and was wondering what kind of uh, favorite Batman and Spider-Man runs are. Um, I actually, I like the, the Scott Snyder Batman Run. oh yeah no you should be re- you should read that it's yeah. it, it feels the most <laughs> you like that question everything i was saying i was like am i saying all the wrong no, words right like, now what 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 are the words I was like what no uh i agree with you no uh, batman that uh jim aparo and uh uh alan uh grant that's a great combination all the detective that detective period of uh, of detective comics where norm brayfogel was on it you should be reading that like just that, that detective run is great and, and there's a lot of like marvel as marvel essentials or marvel epic collections looking batman books like that you should check out um you know with with spider-man it's tougher it's just you know you could read jms's run the whole way through but you'd have to read you know sins past and one more day and skin deep and mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. so there's three huge blemishes on that uh, otherwise uh, celebrated run um i would rather jump into ultimate spider-man or just read bendis's run with him and uh bagley and Imminent. The whole way through just read that uh catler will defend for treats love the vid great time tiffany please do more thank you we intend to uh hayden hamilton more daniel warren johnson on back issues please i'd love to do that man we we're supposed to have dan on the other day and uh it just didn't work out i guess we got our wires crossed but i'm hoping that we will uh i'm gonna reach out and try to rectify that as, as, as quickly as possible awesome ray far love the instagram post i'm serious about getting those life aquatic wetsuits ben would look great also tiffany thoughts on ultimate doctor strange uh, first of all, we don't have the wetsuits. We do all have, hats. we have hats. We should have worn we, the hats. Yeah, we didn't have them and we didn't know we were doing, like I had pitched this and I didn't think we were actually going to do it and then we did it. We did it immediately um, upon pitching. It but, wasn't. But we do have like little, like we have orange, orange, like, like neon, like knit hats yeah. for everybody on the team. Um, and uh, I, I don't have any comment about that. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Valiant Shadow, totally get your frustration with ASM, Sal. I'm right where they're with you, but hearing your thoughts on it always makes it more bearable. Glad you're still taking the time to talk about it somewhat. No problem, Valiant Shadow. Happy to do it. And uh, yeah, hang in there because we're going to talk about it. It's I've, coming. It's coming. So oh, I, was just, I was just powering up. Jordan <laughs> Thrill, uh, so happy to hear about what you love about the ongoing Phil. Spider-Man. Phil? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it wasn't Thrill. I'm sorry. Jordan Thill. So happy to hear about what you love about the ongoing Spidey run. New episode of Back Issues was great. Been reading Batman No Man's Land. Ever considered doing a Bad Issues of it? Yes, big time. Yeah. The the only thing, the limitation is the set. I just wanted to make it bigger. Yeah. Uh, stupid Sandwich. If anybody is singing about Spider-Man, it probably sounds like gar- garbage or garage slash grunge music. Yeah, Green Day should do a Spider-Man album. Uh, armed armadillo what's popping guys we'll get a batman beyond the white knight back issues ever maybe i i have no intentions of doing that book for a while uh but well, not not for any reason other well, than maybe. i just i'm just busy and don't want to do that okay. stupid sandwich also says as long as we get an overdue elseworld sequel to batman captain america then bring it on i don't see that happening anytime soon but i'm sure you could commission john byrne to just do it for you uh, Valiant Shadow also says, re not buying stuff out of continuity. That's why I couldn't get into Renew Your Vows, even though it's so much of what I want in mainline. And that's why the book didn't sell. Like, uh, my my big argument during that time, not the not the Renew Your Vows Dan Slott book, which uh, was great because it was drawn by a Kubert and terrible because it was written by Dan Slott, but uh, the ongoing series with uh, Ryan Stegman on art and stuff. 
was so great. And it was running concurrently with Amazing Spider-Man. And I was like, if Renew Your Vows outsold Amazing Spider-Man, suddenly they would change their minds because they don't they don't care. Yeah. They they only they don't care about you or your opinions. They only care about how much money. Yeah, and they don't think about the fact that it's like, well, we made sure that to let everyone know this doesn't matter, so we're not going to like look at Promote the numbers. It, yeah. We're we're also not going to look at the numbers with that lens on that obviously if it was anything, right, it would it, sell. It would not sell well because exactly. it's not because it, that's outside of continuity. Yeah. I don't know. And uh, John Bosca says, Hey, Sal and Tiffany. Sorry. Uh, John Bosa <laughs> says, Hey, Sal and Tiffany. Thanks, Tiffany, for the Indigo Children recommend. It was great. Right? Awesome. All right. I'm going to talk about a, a random book really quickly. Captain, do. Captain America Unforgiven came out. Oh, yeah. Uh, this is that Tim Seeley book, Unforgiven, whatever. So it's like Spider Man, Unforgiven, X Men, Captain America Unforgiven. Yeah. Uh, like I said, written by Tim Seeley with art by Sid Cotian. Mm hmm. I believe this is the last one of the Unforgiven books. I think you're right. Books. And um, this was like simultaneously the best one <laughs> and also read completely to me like a 90s comic. It looks like one. Like, yeah, right? But like <laughs> just the amount of stuff that, that was, happens in this issue. Right, a lot of compression. It's a lot of compression. There's a lot of like, there's an info dump. There's, you know, a lot of action happening. There's mm -hmm. like, you know, like, oh, well, well, okay, here's the solution to our problem right now. Oh, of course. All right, let's do it. Like, it just had that feel. And yeah. I'm not saying it's bad or good. I'm not, I'm really not going to judge it based on that. Yeah. But against its others, it was weird because this is clearly supposed to be like, there's a through line for these, right? It's the Unforgiven. It's it's these vampires. You know, it's the storyline from, yeah. from Spider-Man to X-Men to Captain America. Yeah. And those felt light now comparatively to this. Mm. Almost like this was more the midpoint or the start of something. Oh. And there's actually some interesting stuff that goes on in this that I'm like, I kind of wanted to, I wish we could have seen that explored mm. um, more so than we got in the other two. Yeah. But it made more sense to loop. I, I don't know. There, there's a moment in this in which, because, um, you know, I got to tell you, I'm 99% sure, maybe I didn't, but I thought I read Darkhold Omega issue. Mm. And, um, they dropped some science in here related to that. And I was like, I just do not write. I don't remember that. I just don't remember that. And like, and it could just be how much I literally just was like, I'm going to forget everything about. Yeah, because that. who cares? After the alpha and the Iron Man issue, like <laughs> to me, it's like everything else is just a blur about yeah. that whole thing. Um, but that Cathan is gone. Oh. And I was like, oh, Tim Seale's paying attention to that. So he's like, okay. He's making this in continuity, clearly. Uh -huh. Trying to. And, um, you know, the, our main bad guy is trying to take the place of that. You know, he's going to do whatever Ascend. he's going to do, whatever he's going to do. Bad guy stuff. Right. Yeah. You know, he's got a big leech face. He's going to do what he's going to do. As part of that, though, he sends out like the call of Cathan. And what it does is it's supposed to like bring anyone who's ever had any sort of like dealings, dealings with vampires or like other sort of where characters and like make them go a little nuts. Okay. Right? Like, and and by that, I also include Man Thing in this. So I don't really know what's happening with the rest of the mystical stuff, but like we're talking like, you know, uh, Jameson's kid, we're talking uh, Tigra, we're oh, talking okay. Man Thing, Jack Russell, that kind of thing. Yeah, Jubilee. We don't see Jack Russell, but I assume so. Jubilee um, goes, reverts back to being a vampire. Oh, no. Yeah, so it's anyone who's had like that touch of this sort of yeah. goes crazy. And I'm like, this. I want, I want to see that. Like you're right. trapped in New York. With vampires, with all with super vampires, right? And I'm like, that's how you bring the X Men in. Jubilee's become a vampire again. Yeah, it's crazy. Right, that's awesome. 
but, we, but, we, but they didn't it, have time we for that. Just, we just take care we of that. We had to cram six issues into three we, issues. Well, no, it's just that he was telling a different story. He didn't mm. want to tell that story. Okay. And I'm like, I feel like I wanted that That's, story. You shouldn't have teased me with that story. Right. And the way in which Celie writes Cap in this, I, I really enjoyed him. Oh, I really okay. enjoyed Cap being in this. Um, you know, he's very much on the fringe, but like he's doing his Cap stuff. He's very stereotypical Cap. You know, mm-hmm. he's there with like, you know, uh, 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 I'm going to take care of things and I'm a leader and doing you know whatever he does but like he has a connection to this story and i really appreciate him being folded into this world it's very much sort of that like batman being folded in but less that like i don't want to deal with this i have to deal with this Mm -hmm. because they're friends or whatever like i have to do this thing and i I liked that look it's just the rest of the book didn't really lead into this issue very well for Mm. me you know it's just such a different pace in this one right um and it had the uh, added bonus of introducing an idea that was more interesting than the main story. It kind of did that for That's sure. Um, but you know, I I, I, good don't, stuff I overall. don't regret reading it. Um, but if you had any interest in this, I would 100% wait for this to maybe go on sale someplace, whether that be in digital markets or in maybe some you know half off bins at your local comic book store undoubtedly i'm not saying it's a waste of time but it it, it was a more costly book i think i don't remember how much this one cost Mm. um so i completely understand folk not wanting to like go and gravitate towards this again it's a bunch of number ones all underneath the unforgiven or yeah yeah unforgiven so it's gonna be like when it comes out it'll be like marvel unforgiven or something i guess but it's just i think it's just their three issues yeah that's the end of it so all right yeah oh no it was only five so I guess it's fine. I don't know. Yeah. It's up to you. I, I've read this and I weird. Whatever. Okay. I guess it'll be called Marvel Unforgiven when it comes probably, to probably. Probably. Uh, Interesting. You want to go for another one? Yeah. Just I read X Force this week, and this felt to me it's X Force uh number 39, written by Ben Percy with art by I guess Robert Gill. Mm-hmm. And um I, I thought this might actually be my jumping off point for a little bit. I was gonna be like, okay. I know I remember you being like, okay, X Force, that's enough out of you. Well, it was more like I was interested in the beast like plot line. Yeah. And I am clearly going to get more of that in the Wolverine book, even mm-hmm. though for right now, Krakoa seems to be like Meh, whatever yeah, fine, whatever who cares yeah and as i was reading this issue that's very much how they pitched it you know this starts literally with almost the exact same scene that's in wolverine with wolverine being there with beast body being like screwed up yes i'm going hunting and then he passes sage in the hallway and it's like they're ready for you like mm. i queued him up for you <laughs> get in there and then sage takes over this book and then she takes over the that's rest cool. of the book and i was like that that's Solid transition. 10 out of 10. Ben Percy working between Wolverine and X-Force. I really liked that synergy. Yeah. And I got to use the word synergy. Um, <laughs> but, um, you know, she pitches. She's like, yeah, you screwed up. And like everyone on the council is kind of like, well, you know, like I know Beast got away, but like that tell you, like now's not a great time for us to be dealing with that yeah. lot of stuff going Plus, on. Plus like he's on our team. So. And a lot of people really want to get on the island and you know, we can't fight everyone and if he's out there just doing whatever, I mean, first of all, that's not even sanctioned by us. Right. We're, oh, we can, oh, yeah, oh, we can just allow that. Yeah. But he like, he's clearly doing things in defense of Krakoa. So it's not just Xavier. A lot of people on the team are like, why yeah. Why don't we just let him do what he wants? Ah! <laughs> and I'm like, what's wrong with all of you? I'm taking crazy pills, except it works. The yes. way it's written, the way the, the story's unfolding, I'm like, yeah, no, they would definitely think this. Storm's like, okay, this is okay. Mm-hmm. If we're going to keep X-Force around and Sage is going to be in charge, no, she's like, if we're going to keep X-Force around, I think Sage should be in charge. So yeah. She's like, I would love that. So Sage is going to be in charge. Cool. Awesome. But they're also like, 
we probably should have someone from this council on x-force since x-force plays <laughs> such a, a, a heavy hand in everything that goes on yeah it would be nice if somebody nice was if, like able to report to us yeah and, and uh Klaus is like me and i'm like and ben percy just pulled me right back in yeah. to this book because i'm like okay so now we're going to deal with Colossus, right and i am really looking forward to this one as well because we all know that Colossus is basically being controlled by someone else at times and so inevitably if they fix this i do wonder how much he's going to remember mm-hmm. and how hurtful it's going to be for him and i'm like i, I don't want I, I hate to be like oh i can't wait for that but it's gonna um, be good but it's gonna be good so i'm like okay cool and also uh at the end of this quentin choir comes back oh well he's like old oh and he's like i need your help well they'll just and I'm like, that him. is such a great tropey yeah thing to do but i still like he pops out of a portal he's got a big pink beard and he's like oh good you're all here i need your help come on yeah. and i'm like get in the time machine that bring her along this concerns her too so i'm like i really thought i was kind of off this book this was clearly not going to be following beast and and that storyline and it's like it's not it's calling colossus colossus like oh no and the quentin choir thing so percy's you know he's had a hit out a bunch of threads and he's truly trying to pull them back together and you know we'll see that's what great happens post fall of x all right oh am i going for this too why not all right cool let's let's do the last one uh try nightcrawler is number three i was gonna say trifecta and then i just didn't uh-huh. uh nightcrawler is number three so this is sins of sinister part 10 uh written by simon spurrier with art by philip sevy um this basically wraps everything up but not at all oh well, great and, and that's what I have to say for like having an Omega issue for this. Uh-huh. Is this the sense. final issue of all the, of all the spinoff all the, books? All the spinoff books. Okay. So we're going to get Sins of Sinister Omega next. And yeah. And, and it's not like they're just going to do a cleanup in there. That's the last. But they need issue. to end the issue. The, yeah, yeah. And I was like, good for them. That's yeah. pacing. Thank you for making it matter. It makes, it makes that issue 100% matter. I mean, Sinister, Sins of Sinister Alpha, I guess was also really important. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But that, that's just, you know, the way that these folks are, are treating this. Uh huh. Um, you know, Slice Spurrier, um, I've been read, writing uh, Immortal X-Men prior to this. Yep. No. Slice writing Way of X and Legion of X, yes. then post that. <laughs> I was just with the word immortal because <laughs> I had all my X-Books because mm-hmm. I was trying to remind myself what happened in that past thousand years. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that was dealing a lot with Mother Righteous and, mm-hmm. you know, all of like, her goings on. We had found out that, of course, she is a, a sinister yes. clone. Um, she's of the heart because the hearts, the, the diamonds, the spades and the clubs, uh-huh. you know, cards. And we very much get what I, I really don't want to give it away. Like what, well, her, then don't. what her plan is. Yeah. But I got to tell you, it's, it's not I, great. No, it's good. Mm. It's so good. I was like, good. oh, and, and it's really interesting because you have the main sinister, our sinister, you know, diamond headed sinister. Yeah. Right. And you're like, he's such a, a mess and he's such a bastard and he's just the worst right yeah and then what she did i'm like are you the worst <laughs> like are you the actual worst probably I don't, I don't know you're all pretty bad yeah you're all pretty bad um but this this is leading us into uh slightly uncharted territories and i'm this could go either way this book could either be like it was just a super fun awesome examination and now we're back Bass tax and maybe there's like some sort of like sleeper thing that yeah. like could maybe come up later on or this could completely change a whole bunch of stuff mm. and i don't know i don't know um i'm fine with that either way yes but the reveal of like there's like a last page thing that happens and i'm like wait what 
Hmm. I mean, it could be nothing. The Omega issue could just be like, nah, it's cool. Whatever. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Well, but, it's not like these three writers are leaving. So no, maybe they maybe is, they don't want to give it all away. Right? This is really just, it was, you know, I've really enjoyed this ride. The, all 10 issues, um, you know, you definitely feel a voice shift mm -hmm. just because they have their own you styles know, their own style their own little like quirks and whatever but overall these nine issues I, I should really say of like these three books have been really cohesive yeah you know the first three start off just like let's establish this world by the second set of threes they started weaving into one another and then these last threes have just literally been just very very cohesive that's great um it's been a real joy and a pleasure and i can't wait for the omega issue which i'm gonna guess is is it this week or is it maybe <clears throat> next week i i don't know um but i'm very much looking forward to it yep i see it yeah so it's called sentence of sinister dominion. dominion there we go that has to that yeah sorry i thought it was an omega issue I'm yeah glad. i assumed it would I'm be glad too. it's not that okay. so hooray <laughs> but it's just it's one of those like real treat real joy for me to read um i do get my folk maybe aren't down for it because they don't know if it's going to play into anything important. Will it matter? And I'm like, you know, this is all fake, right? Well, it, well, you know what though? But I, I understand that, you know, sometimes you want a thought exercise like this and sometimes people don't, they That's just true. want to read the story that they're here for. Yes. And, I, and I don't want to shame anybody for that either. No, so no, no. Really just loved it. Great. Awesome. Nice. A lot of cool moments. She's like mother righteous. Just, Oh, she just gets under my skin. Good. In the right ways. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Ray Farr said, wanted to say thanks for you guys uh, for informing me about Anna Senti. I picked up almost all of her Daredevil run in her Edge Typhoid Mary series. Thanks. Nice. Yeah, she's 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 a hoot. <laughs> what, a, what a crazy person she is. Uh, Mighty Asterisk. Uh, hey, guys, love the channel so much. Thank you very much, Mighty Asterisk. Uh, just wondering, because I never see you guys talk about it. What are your thoughts on Matt Wagner's Grendel? We're not really uh, big connoisseurs of Grendel. We have the books. Mm -hmm. I've read some of Grendel. Mm -hmm. But uh, it never really appealed to me too much. I was just never really big into Grendel. Right. And I liked, uh, I like his, I love my, Matt Wagoner's art. I, uh, uh, I I loved the look of Grendel, but I never really like caught on to it. And knowing like the, knowing what Grendel's really about, I'm like, meh. <laughs> like, I don't really care. <laughs> um his grendel's mythology just doesn't really appeal to me too much okay and i and i'm very unfamiliar mm -hmm. i think i know the look of one of the covers fairly no well doubt in my head i think it's an all it's a black and white they're all there a lot of them are black okay. and white uh well, samuel then, summers never mind. have you two ever had any books that you hated on first read but love it now i'm currently reading ultimate spider-man and i love it but i hated it as a teen that's fair that happens um i don't know man there's there's quite a few I could tell you that, uh, but I couldn't tell you off the, the Watchmen was one of them. Mm -hmm. I was like, Ugh. and then I was like, oh, okay, I get it now. Mm -hmm. Now that was probably the biggest of, of my, you know, of my misconceptions. Uh, Meta Knight uh, says, since both of you uh, were teens around its original airing, did either of you watch X-Men Evolution? If so, any thoughts on it? I didn't really watch much of it because by the time there was a third X-Men show, I don't I think that was the second one. It was X-Men and, and then it was, X-Men Evolution, and then I think it was Wolverine and the X-Men. Um, I, I, I watched some of it. I didn't watch seasons of it. I didn't watch the finale of it. I didn't watch the pilot of it, but I did catch episodes of it. And I liked the theme, and I liked the the presentation. I thought it was very grounded in the movie mm -hmm. uh, or movie universe, but uh, overall, I was like, this is fine. You know, I, I, I liked it. I wanted to like it, and it was easy to like. That's all I can say about it. I definitely feel like I watched it. Like at my grandma's house. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Peach, thanks us for the recommendations. No problem, man. 
Oh, thank you. And uh, oh, you're welcome. Paul Williams says, hi, I enjoyed Hello. Superboy Man of Tomorrow and Deceased. Nice. So did I. Speaking of which, uh, Superboy Man of Tomorrow from Simon Spurry. Well, no, it's from Kenny Porter. Okay. I didn't know that was coming out. I know you probably recommended that last week. I did. I didn't remember that he was on it. How was it? It was good. Uh, yeah, that was Kenny Porter and uh, Yanoi y- Lindsay. Oh, wait. Is Spurrier doing a backup? Yeah, backup. Why oh, is he relegated to backups? I don't know. Maybe he doesn't have the time. What is he? What was the backup? Uh, I didn't read it. I was given a like a preview copy, so I didn't have like the full issue. Oh. But uh, if you read the main <laughs> Superboy book, look, you know it's going to be good. It's Simon Spurrier. But I the know, real question is, is Superboy Woman or Man of Tomorrow? Superboy Man of Tomorrow. Uh, is it good? It is. It takes place before Superboy joins like the Superman family and all of Philip Kennedy Johnson's machinations. Uh-huh. So if you're like, where, where does this fit in? What is Connor doing? Doesn't he feel kind of like irrelevant and like superfluous? Mm. This whole series is going to focus on that. It's all about Connor being like, should I even be here? Do you have a plan for me? Do you need me for anything? And that's what this book is all about. And so he's like, uh, you know what? I am super. I'm pretty well developed as a person. You know, so it's not like Connor needs to learn hubris or he needs to learn, you know, to respect women. Like he's just, he's just, I'm fully developed as a character. Right, right. But there's a lot of super characters. What do I get to do? And so uh, he's like, maybe I'll leave and like, do a superwoman man of tomorrow, supergirl or woman of tomorrow type of thing where it's like maybe i'll just leave and do something over there okay so he leaves and goes and he here he like does some like distress signals and listens out for them and goes to a planet needs needs help and, and and encounters trouble and it's a conflict that he will have to overcome that is uh super and it's like that's great all right it's a, it's a very easy read a lot of fun uh references and character moments and um and a good setup. It also it also has like virtually no tension, which is like I'm not complaining, mm-hmm. you know, because you know that he's gonna end up because it will get there where he is now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But uh, but it's nice to give Connor a spotlight. This is also one of those like books that was part of that whole like you know tree vote for the book yes. and it'll get made that kind of thing. Yes, yes. Um, so here it is mm-hmm. and uh, solid book. I okay. enjoyed it. I'll read the rest. Um, Does that make you like? wonder if the other ones would have been good as well. i know they would have been good yeah there's a bunch that would have been good it's a sh- it, that's not how you make comics right no, tiff and i read joshua williamson and jamal campbell superman number three i did read that night Definitely. of the parasite uh this you know it's uh it's the third like a chapter short arc it is a short arc yeah we're doing mini arcs that's what he wanted to do mini arcs okay mini arcs uh that are like part of the overall thing like the 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 clandestine evil group of villains that want to kill Lex Luthor at the end of this issue. Yeah. They've been in at the end of every issue. So like we're, okay. we're paying that off. The, the uh, what's that name of that guy with the hood, with the crystal ball from from sailor moon. Oh, wise man. Yeah. It's like the wise man. Oh, okay. like, oh, he's in all of the show. Okay. But uh Yeah. Fun stuff. Just Superman d- defeats Parasite. Parasite, of course, has been split off into like microscopic and like he's taken over different people. Uh, Superman himself They're is not infected. microscopic. Well, they, they they infect him. Not the way that they jumped out. <laughs> no, that's true. Yeah, it's fine. Whatever. Well, they were. I mean, like they've they've taken over people and uh-huh. people have become parasites yeah, and they yeah. attack Superman. And Superman needs to free Lex Luthor in order to like because Luke Luther's like come to prison get me out of here and I will solve your problem and Superman's like no no I can do this on my own yeah and then Superman gets infected and he's like ah crap 
So I guess I, I can't do it. I guess I can. I'll get I'll because the super family is just trying to like is keep, Connor here, right? No, he, well, yeah, he is here. Uh-oh. He's doing stuff, That's but true. um, he left. He left. No, he should leave, but uh, no. Um, the super family is trying to keep Metropolis being like ground zero. Just mm-hmm. keep it from mm-hmm. like you know spilling over into the world. And uh, you know, Superman discovers a unique uh, issue and how to solve uh, Parasite's problem. Uh, links in Livewire and uh, makes it a lot of fun. It's a, it's, a, it's just a purely Superman book. Yeah, feels like a Superman comic. It did. You know, it's that's how it should feel. And and then and not in that way where it's you know it, it doesn't feel boring, kitschy or boring. It's no, just, it just felt. I was like, yes. Yeah. This felt like when I was reading, um, Superman when um we came from uh rebirth yes so i read it for a while there right the tomasi run yeah had a similar like sensation yeah like it made me like like i don't know feels effortless yeah it's effortless and it feels modern but there's also like a a level of nostalgia to like just the way that the stories are told yeah i I don't know the art's awesome yep I love the idea that we like we get to do a zombie apocalypse. Yes, you know feel. Yeah, in that's this the book. cell. It's it's Superman zombie apocalypse. Right, but you know it's hard to do that with Superman. Because- yeah, yeah, because the because the impulse is like, well, I guess I'll have him fly through them. You know, I'll have him be a vicious murderer. I'll bur- he'll burn them with his heat vision. Right, and it's like, well, what if he couldn't? Right, what if he shouldn't? You know, right. so couldn't yeah, and shouldn't. But like it's parasites, so he really can't. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like, okay, cool. Well, and they've infected people like Lois, and so yeah. it's like I can't just kill them. So yeah solid book great mm-hmm. fun you should definitely be reading the series and yeah. it's easy to jump on there's three it's issues. easy to jump on it, like it's it goes quickly and not in any way where you feel cheated no um like i said that the art is so good it is yeah oh no let's hope uh campbell sticks around stupid good um i am awakeify says hey sound tiffany thanks for all the Hello. entertainment over the years any chance of game pop where tiffany re- uh, retells game plots to newcomers <laughs> uh i mean right now if you go to youtube.com at comic plot plays you'll see Have the video game idea. world this is a good that's a good idea uh ali alziati uh, hello. hello hope you're both well i was wondering when you uh thought the last time missing spider was a solid book for me it was spider island yeah i mean slot had like he had ups and downs i think uh Superior was a solid, uh, you know, un, uh, it was a it was a beloved run. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fodder box kid, hope your day's going well. You too, man. Oh, I've been reading the Savage Avengers omnibus, but I'm taking a break to read Doomsday Clock for the first time. Oh, well, good luck to you oh, on that one. The art is phenomenal. Yeah, it um, is a dense one. Though. It is, yeah, no, it's true. But uh, Savage Avengers gets great when uh, Peppos gets on board. Mm-hmm. Uh, Logan Thomas with how amazing Spider-Man's been. The new back issues brought a smile to my face. Would love for you to do more of Lee Conway and Stern runs. Keep up the great work. Me too. That's that's where I want to be with Spider-Man right now. So I think that's I, I should go back and maybe we'll finally do Hobgoblin. Who knows? <laughs> Danny Ollie. Hey, Tiff and Wes Anderson. Short was dope. Excellent directing. Thank you. I completely agree. Well conceived. By the time we're done, that episode's out. That that short is over on uh, the main channel. <gasps> Yay. Uh, Dan V900, I thought Deceased War of the Undead Gods 8 felt like the first time it was based on character interactions and not the narration pushing the story. It was like Dark Ages compared to the other DC series. Yeah, I guess. I didn't read it, so I can't say anything. Uh, I can. I mean, if he wants to s- transition to that, uh, Tom Taylor, Trevor Harrison, uh, Deceased War of the Undead Gods number 8. It's uh, you know, this is it. This is it. The whole series is over, I guess, and that's fine with me. It's, Wait, it's all done. Yeah, this is it. This is the finale. Uh, d- disappointing cover, but uh, yeah, it's um. Did they catch all their Pikachu's? Yeah, they did. It wraps up. Okay, it, cool. It wraps up in a, <laughs> I think in a in a thoroughly satisfying way, though. Uh, does rely entirely upon like you know familiarity. It, it builds it builds off what Taylor set up. 
So like mm. everything that you are on board for is set up. It's not like it's it's just making things happen to characters because you know those characters and you feel bad for them. No, like these are characters that are distinctly the deceased version of those characters that we just introduce characters like Supergirl in like the eleventh hour. So it's like oh well that's not really interesting. Mm. Or it, it there's not much. Why did you do that? There's not much for her to do. Right. Right. But again, there's a million characters, so there's plenty for everybody to do. Mm-hmm. And it's not like he introduced Supergirl now because he's not going to do more deceased. The reality is they're going to make more deceased. And I don't have it. I I think so. There's, there's no official announcement. And I think they're teasing the idea that this is going to be the end. And I'd be very okay if it was, but I also would be, uh, I've got a brook. I've got a bridge in Brooklyn. I'll sell you if uh, you believe that. Okay. Uh, otherwise, solid ending. I don't want to give it away. I don't want to ruin no, it. No, no, don't, uh, don't. Benny sure did when we did uh, Absolute Comics last week, and I was oh, like, "Why did you do that?" He just really wanted to talk about it, and uh, you know, so I, I get the enthusiasm because it's an, it's an exciting, thrilling conclusion of a of a of a quadrilogy of a quintrilogy. There's at least five volumes okay. of, of this series. Yeah, good book overall. I enjoyed it quite a bit excellent uh alziati says hey any chance of another scott snyder interview also any fantastic four recommendations besides wade and hickman both of which i really enjoyed the john byrne run is uh is is, is one that everyone really enjoys and i i happen to enjoy as well um uh not the dance slot run uh when mike would where ringo was drawing it it's just straczynski uh race straczynski's run on uh, fantastic four it's fun um yeah, uh, and and Scott, uh, I haven't talked to Scott in a while, and I don't see that happening anytime soon. Not because you know there's any animosity; I just haven't heard from him. And uh, you know, normally when when uh, we do that, it's, it's done through Benny at this point, mm-hmm. which is a shame because I I would like to make it you know our show, but you know, such that it is. Tevia says, "Hey, Sound Tiffany, have you read oh. The Flash with the Return of the Super Sons in that book? I was so happy that I wanted a Super Kids book more than ever. No, I didn't read The Flash." I will eventually. Right? Yeah, because Cy Spurrier is going to be on there. <laughs> I'm excited for that. Yeah, they should just do that book for, even if it's just for like more of an all ages book. Mm-hmm. Just do it. It's right? fine. Uh, Colin Crumry says, tuning in just to hear what rad indie books Tiffany's reading that I don't know about yet. Uh, what are some indie books that you've read recently? That I read recently? Well, I mean, I wouldn't call it rad. It was very niche mm-hmm. for me to, to pick this up, but, um, and it's not new. No. At all. Um, but I, we were at a, um, a dollar bin sale. Yes. Dewey's comic city had a dollar bin sale this, this past like, weekend. One of my favorite ways to pick up some stuff that I might've missed, you know, cause mm-hmm. there's so many books that come out and, you know, I happen to be there not looking for something in particular. And right. so it's just, you know, it's just going through. Yep. And, um, I picked up a, uh, a book called flavor girls, which is just a little like three issue, like series that, uh, is a, you know, loving tribute to Sailor Moon yep. and Magical Girl stuff. So, like I said, that's not really typically what you come here for when I'm talking no. about indie books uh, at all. But uh, that hey, is what you were reading. Yeah, that's literally what I just read recently. Um, other than that, I really, uh, what did I read recently? There was something I read just last week that I was like, oh man, I can't wait for more of this. Mm. And while I look that up, I'm going to let you. Oh, well, Cat Lawyer Full Defense Retreat says, finally, it's a great time to be a Superman fan again. I agree. I think a lot of people are saying that they've enjoyed Superman lately for the War World saga and stuff. Yeah. This is distinctly Superman feeling. Uh, Indigo Children was great. There was something else that I got. Oh. It was that Tynan book. Yeah. Oh, uh, World Tree. World Tree. You read World Tree. I really did enjoy World Tree. Yeah, you liked I, it. I read it in physical, so that's why I don't have it. That's in right. That's right. But. Uh, 
MNNM says, did Sal finally jump on the Sleepwalker action with the current Hellcat run? Did he? Uh, I asked, uh, no, I said, hey, yo, Cantwell, I didn't know Sleepwalker was in this book. He said he's in, he's in a really big way in this book. And I didn't read Hellcat number two. So I got to go back. I feel like we need to take your action figure away from you. I know. Now. You're like, you can't have that. Yeah. You're not really a fan. He's, I am, a, I am, <laughs> I am not a true fan of Sleepwalker, but I do have his action figure. And he is on my uh, Speeding Bullets Superman uh, flying stand, which is why he's a DC logo on it. But uh, yeah, man, uh, I got to read it. Thankfully, it's only two issues. Uh, Ray Farr slides five dollars <laughs> on the table. Garfield back issues. When P.S. Give Washington, uh, Washington Ripley pets and treats. I will. Thank you. Why won't you read my book? You're not. It's not your book. <laughs> uh, we're not going doing Garfield on back issues. Nah. But I did meet Jim Davis once. You did. Uh, and f- uh, finally, Punisher number 11 from Jason Aaron and Paul Azaceta and Jesus Saiz. Uh, the series is this is the penultimate issue, the series ending after uh, 12. Um, we watch Captain America and a few characters that uh, know and hate Punisher fight Punisher. Um, Doctor Strange fights Punisher because, of course, <gasps> he's infected with like the beast. So Doctor Strange is doing like a crazy they, ass listen, exorcism they, on him. They've had some some doings. I think that was not in continuity. I don't think spe- <laughs> I don't I don't think uh, magic, magic bullets, bullets. Was in continuity, <laughs> but uh, yeah, conti- I, I remember reading a page out of context, and uh, and people were outraged, and I'm like, I can't even imagine people being this upset still. Um, incidentally, the uh, the the thing people are upset about was also echoed in another Punisher book, like years ago. Mm-hmm. It was written by Aaron, so Aaron has a real opinion about Frank Castle and his relationship with Maria, and the idea is that Maria was uh, going to divorce Frank at the big. Oh. murder of her and her family um and uh yeah and now um uh, maria sees uh Mar- while while punisher is fighting all the heroes that take the time to fight him um maria goes into like the archives and sees everything that frank castle has done in her and her children's names and is disgusted oh and i'm like yeah <laughs> is it what i thought it was going to be at the halfway mark no like i kind of thought that maria was like way into it mm-hmm. i was like that's a that's a fun twist and it's like nah nah maria thinks he's a piece of shit and i'm like yeah she was kind of into it and then like maybe the reality of things set in she's like right and i'm like yeah that's fair mm-hmm. okay uh, i really yeah but there's some great character moments in here um retconning notwithstanding uh okay i have no problem with frank's with maria wanting to leave frank at the zero hour um, I, I, there's a fun like little character moments where like, I guess like Frank needed a project when he wasn't like killing people mm-hmm. and uh, before he became the Punisher and so he like buys a van and it's like oh that's the origin of the battle van oh, okay. uh, and I love yeah. that uh, you know he's going off and he's doing Punisher stuff before he becomes Punisher and there's a private investigator that's following him around and he tracks in the the private investigator and just says just tell her I'm having an affair please and she and he does and Maria doesn't believe him because of how scary he. <laughs> because of that scared that guy was okay i'm like mm-hmm. uh it, it, it's really well written and it's beautifully drawn and it's peak marvel comics like marvel doesn't make a lot of books like this and you gotta you gotta give it that um it, it is it is divisive to be sure and i totally get that so if you are lost if you if you're like no when it comes to the divorce thing mm-hmm. i totally get you i, I get you and I don't dis like I don't I'm not gonna argue with you. Yeah. Okay. So you know what I mean? Like that's how I feel about that. Where it's like I kind of dig it. I dig this whole thing. The the last three or four issues have not been as strong as the first 
like six or seven. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, cool because uh, when Doc goes to fight Frank, yeah, he wields a big magical axe. Hey, um, they lo- that axe is not like that's that's it's, like, it's coming back. Like Wade tried to like tried to do something. It. With, yeah, no, they were like, nah, it's fine. yeah, but it, it's back. It's in the it's in Midnight Suns. It's yeah. yeah, like that axe is part of him now, right. part of his history. And I'm like, that's cool. And uh, Frank doesn't like pants Doctor Strange. It wasn't like. Oh, watch as Frank Castle is more powerful than Doctor Strange. No, sure. he just gets away from him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, wow, everyone makes, gets to retain that makes their dignity. More sense. Yeah, no, like that's it's good. cool. Sorry, I tapped your foot. That's fine. Uh, <laughs> and you know, Cap versus Punisher, like it's good stuff. It's mm. it's what you'd expect. Okay, you know, and uh, I love it. He's just like stand at, like he's just like that's enough. You know, like your commanding officer is giving you an order, knock it off. Mm-hmm. He's like, okay, <laughs> and I'm like. Mm. Uh, good stuff overall. I love that series. I uh, can't wait for it to end because I think it's a fantastic book that deserves an ending and I want to sure. see where it goes. Yeah, yeah. That's um, awesome. Uh, oh, and Dante Cook says, uh, The Forge is so good. I love anything Indie Rucka does. Yeah. Uh, is it The Forge or The Forged? Because I was going to read that this week and then I remember I had it in physical. And yeah. We were at the comic book store, but I was so focused on dollar bins, I didn't pick it up. No, I forgot about that it's too. It's that big oversized one. Yes. Yeah, I read that when it came out and oh, I, I enjoyed that as well. It's a, uh, If you're looking for something that is definitely uh, rated in for mature, um, but also sci-fi themed and like not like heavy-ish on the sci-fi, mm-hmm. but it's definitely penetrable. Mm. Okay, good. But like you can get like crazy weird sci-fi things going on here. You got like you know mech driving chicks like kind of fun some cool stuff happening no argument here sure uh monkey says just want to show my favorite channel some love the whole crew is awesome catch you on the repeat thanks monkey thank you very much uh hayden hamilton justice and 52 on back issues please they will happen at some point someday i promise uh ray far i lol every time sal has to read my garfield requests okay uh and uh it's funny (laughs) like the idea of like Like, you know okay so garfield eats his heart out in this one Uh, (laughs) Hayden Hamilton, I love going over the classic stories this week. Um, yeah, thanks. Uh, Isaac Roberts, I think sorry we'll get... guys, there yeah. was a fly. No, I know, I saw it too. It's that season. Uh, I think we'll get Gotham Year One and back issues soon. Sorry. Probably not soon, but we will get it because it's an it's an incredible series that's worth the time. People should read it if you haven't already. Read all six. It's only six issues of Gotham City Year One. Well, uh, and finally, let's talk about Spider-Man. Now, this isn't really a review. It's by Zeb Wells and Jonathan Jr. Um, but uh, it, it's certainly the uh, topic of discussion for a lot of people. I saw a lot of TikTok v- videos about it. So I, I can only imagine how long the like YouTube videos are about it. People are really upset about Spider-Man and what this implies. And, and, and I wanted to talk about it because it's not so much that like Spider-Man so there, there are a lot of like misconceptions and misunderstandings about like the the, the reason to be mad mm-hmm. and why people are upset okay. right so in this issue of amazing spider-man we yeah. find out what peter parker did and there's a lot of like things that are what did he do what did he do well like he you know zeb wells unearths a character that no one cared about that he invented back during like brand new day and makes that the protect the antagonist of this story arc and i can understand why they didn't make it the first arc because they would have lost everyone Mm -hmm. and uh they also it, it would have been too big out of the gate i get like why they did it I don't agree with it. And I don't think that's how you should do it, but I get why they did it. Like, mm-hmm. I understand the whole, like I, I get their, their 3d chess yeah. um, for why this wasn't the opening arc, even though the mystery box of like six months later, what did Peter Parker do is mm-hmm. horseshit. Mm-hmm. 
but this monster comes out of the woodwork and he's got a guy and there's this and then there's this character paul and he's like an archaeologist and he's been looking into it and uh, some bullshit happens and spider-man mary jane and paul end up in this like alternate dimension which has like time dilation and so they're trapped in the future or they're trapped in another dimension in the future or their time is going faster while they're in the you know time dilated universe and uh, this creature wants to kill spider-man and uh you know they they spend the equivalent of a few weeks which is only a couple of minutes or whatever in the main universe developing the suit that peter parker can use to send mary jane into the into the original universe so she'll be safe uh but she of course is like no i gotta save you because like whenever these editors <laughs> want to give want to pretend like they care about mary jane and give her agency uh she also for her you know for her troubles uh thinks for peter and sends him away or okay. hurts him in some way so you because it's all manipulation to try and get the reader to not like you mm -hmm. uh, or to disagree with her and that's one of the big problems with people's criticism of this book is that they're treating them like the real people yeah we'll get to there okay so uh peter gets sent back and he's like i know about the time dilation i gotta go I, i've got to go back and that's when the explosion happens and he hides the spider-man costume because all shredded and he's got to go from like i don't know new jersey or long island or whatever back to manhattan He's like, I got to build a machine, the machine that I built before, but I got to use like the, the resources here and I have to do it now. And so, you know, at the beginning of this whole story arc, this run, uh, no one in the superhero community likes him. Mm -hmm. And it's because uh, he didn't sit down and spend time to explain his situation to any of them because the plot needed to happen. Uh -huh. And time you know it's ticking clock the every minute i'm here is like a day over there or something you know or a week over there so i need to have already built it basically like i don't have time for this i don't have time for pleasantries or to explain anything and so uh you know all these characters are deliberately obstinate because they have to be and he uh you know but also reasonable because they have to be because it needs to be tragic and needs to be like sad that this character is uh, essentially being reduced from any of the advances that the character has made over the last 25 years. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, he severs his relationship with the fantastic force steals their shit. The Avengers, same deal. He fights captain America. And right. it's like, Oh, watch this. Like, uh, look, I, just because I'm assassinating this character doesn't mean that like, it isn't cool to see Spider-Man beat captain America. Um, you know, now you have, you, know, you have your, tra your trading card to say that Spider-Man has a seven strength, whereas captain America is like a six. Right. Uh, so, uh, Spider-Man goes into the arms of the Green Goblin, Norman Osborn, you know, he's the only one who's got like the resources, the know-how and, you know, the patience, the patience to do it. So, uh, you know, and that's, that's why they're friends, right? Or that's why they're, he's, he's willing to forgive the fact that he like, you know, statutorily raped his girlfriend and murdered her off a bridge. Uh, never mind the fact that they wreck on that, but you know, never mind that. But, uh, so uh they do it and he sends back and he gets there and he's here and i love how desperately how 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 it's written in this the, the issue that we're talking about now that's all context to get to this issue uh -huh. in this issue he builds the suit he jumps into the new dimension uh -huh. while that happens the bad guy who is tormenting mary jane and paul goes uh, i'm not gonna do this anymore and then just goes away what he just he just knocks it off because he doesn't matter anymore because it doesn't it never mattered because we just need to get to this so like this big bad guy just like leaves like he, he, i've read it three times and i can tell you like it's just like he seemingly is like ah, i've got this big thing and then spider-man's like no and he's like oh okay and he just leaves and then paul kills the 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 dude who was like the avatar for it just just he walks up behind him and just stabs him in like a two panel sequence it's like there's no time or dedicated to it because that's not 
what's important. What's important is that, you know, is that this issue presents that because of time dilation, Mary Jane and Paul just fall in love with each other have and have two children. That like the two days that Spider-Man spent looking for her was like the equivalent of eight to 10 years. And that during this like hellish, like, you know, interdimensional uh, time, Mary Jane fell in love with Paul and they conceived and gave birth to two children. That's the implication of the issue, which I don't necessarily buy because this is, this is a classic Marvel. This like, this is a classic Marvel redirect. Yeah. Where it's like, Oh, maybe they found them. Maybe they weren't from there. Who knows? But uh, let's take it at face value. Cause that's what they want you to do. And uh, maybe it wasn't 10 years. Maybe it's like, you know, Right, maybe they're, they're they're it's all in her head. Right, how long they were there, and these kids are are a figment of her imagination. They're all fake. No, I mean they're real, but they're not hers or whatever. Yeah, I mean there, there's there's any way. Like the thing is, they're trying to introduce like a lot of stuff that um makes it. I, but I, mean, okay. I guess you could you could be able to tell you could do like a test on her to see how old she is or something. Yeah. I don't know science. I, I think magic science. I think that this is the situation. I think that Marvel yeah. knows that any writer that's going to work for them mm-hmm. is never going to do as much research as the fans that read it. So they don't care, and they're like, "Here's here's this thing. Here's this new status quo. The people who take over Spider Man from Zeb Wells in like the next ten years will only read." the last like few issues of the Zeb Wells run. Like they're not going to know or care about mm-hmm. it even. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> like, uh, but, but the reality is any of this can be undone sure. with any amount of whatever, you know, and maybe I mean, it, can and it can't like it can be undone for those characters. Those characters can forget or, or, or pretend like it, it never happened. Or time but travel it, makes it unhappen. But it's harder. It, it doesn't really affect the reader. The reader doesn't have The reader will travel. never forget that it will happen. Yeah. Well, and the problem is like uh, Peter Parker, like Peter Parker didn't do anything. Which means that the question, what did Peter Parker do, is not about the explosion or the, or, you know, or the time dilation. It's about what he's going to do in the next couple of issues. And that's what Marvel is now teasing. And Marvel is doing a very good job of riling up the audience to say, like, something's going to happen in the next issues or the next two or three issues. And I don't think that, like, Mary J will ever forget. Like, something is going to happen. And Zeb Wells shouldn't go to any conventions for a while because he will be threatened. And that's what like Marvel editorial has said out loud, which I think that that is inflammatory and inappropriate to say out loud as a company. And I think that as an audience, you should prove them wrong by being your best selves online and in person. Yeah. Like I don't want to have, I, I would hate it. I would be so like disgusted if anyone did said or acted in any way that was disrespectful, disgraceful or threatening no, the best way in to, our name, the best way to get them is to ignore it. Exactly. Like the, that's, that's the most hurtful thing you can the do. The most hurtful thing you can do is be apathetic towards their BS, their books, their ideas, their, their implications. You know, the problem is, the purchasing of these books. And the problem is the, the, like the rhetoric that is surrounding it. You know, people are like, I hate this book and I read it every week. And I'm like, what are you doing? I picked up this book because I believe in not pirating comics, but I began, I wanted to be informed in the discussion, Mm -hmm. but I have not picked up this, this book in the last couple of like for a while Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) because I just don't believe in the series. And, uh, and that's the way you should be doing it. 
you know, and pick up the book when it's applicable or when you need to know what's going on. But like, if you want to make a stand, you want to say something, just don't buy it. And you should not buy it in droves. Like that's yeah. the only way it will ever succeed. Like it's okay the only to way take you'll... it off your pull list. It's okay to drop it. The book will be in a thousand long boxes at dollar bin sales at Dewey's and Zap and you know Comic Fortress everywhere you go to get comics. Yeah, you can go recollect your old Spider-Man run of books you hate at a severe discount, and it will also hurt the people who don't respect you enough to give you a story that's worthwhile. Mm-hmm. That being said, um, there, there's a lot that they're like giving you it's 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 disrespectful and it's disgusting to see marvel editorial using characters and 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 the world around it for marketing purposes yeah weaponizing weaponizing it because i saw people taking this very seriously sure like i'm taking it seriously where i'm talking about the industry and like the comic book you know audience you know don't don't debase yourself by being a lesser version of yourself in public or conventions. No. But don't like make a TikTok video being mad at Mary Jane for cheating on Peter Parker. Like that. that is that is the most unhinged I've ever seen. I've seen at least three of them. And they have like way more views than this video will ever get. And I'm like, why like are are you doing it on purpose? Like, do you know that you are talking about fake characters and you're trying to manipulate the audience that you're what that what they're watching what you're doing? Yeah into watching what you're doing or are you that delusional you think they're real people I, it's, because it's a bad scenario no matter what like it, it's terrible like mary jane is not a real person and getting mad at this fake person for cheating on another fake person it's okay to get like annoyed it, like it, it, it's, it's it's annoying like initially i could get like the bristling right well i mean like it's okay to have a conversation about it. like you know like i'll be like oh i feel like that character wouldn't act like that like that's different that's than, different from being mad at her than like having uh you know like, at that point i'm like well it's the writer yeah but like and again you don't like but don't get mad at the writer is, they'll be like hey zap i'm gonna get you like if it's you crazy want to like take your vengeance and wrath out on them ignore them yeah they're like a mythological creature. Yes. They need attention. Yes. They need you to pay attention to them and to talk about them and to, you know. Right. Make TikTok no ma- videos yeah, about no how matter, mad you are. And yeah. No set- matter what it is. That's that. They, they live off of that. It's, yeah. They, they, it's like their life force. Yes. That is, that is how they succeed. And that is how they, 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 they know it. And, and they know you, that it's like that, that they can, they can use it. Yeah. You can't buy that kind of publicity. No, you can. It, if you don't feed it, then it withers. Yeah. And, and they have to go somewhere else and find it. Yeah. And I wanted to talk about it now because this is the last, this is the last time I'm going to talk about it for a while. I don't want to talk about Spider-Man anymore. I don't yeah. want to talk about Star Wars anymore. I don't want to talk about things that make me upset or make the audience lose their effing minds. Right about that because there's better stuff out there right and the best revenge you can have is to just take all your money and energy and put it into patreon.com slash combat no, okay. yeah, no, <laughs> no, no, no to buy daredevil yeah buy something else buy batman buy doctor strange yeah. buy a book that you don't that you know no one believes in you know uh and, and pre-order it you know mm-hmm. but tell your comic book store tell yourself like i'm not buying this book anymore I'm just dropping it. I'm taking it off my pull list. I don't want to read this anymore. Yeah. Because like it, it, it's, it's only filling your life with negative energy and it's mm-hmm. only making, it turns you into a commercial for them. Yeah. Uh, and I, and I want to like, you know, just based on conversation I'm seeing, I want to make sure that folk understand you're allowed to react to what a character does. What we're saying is that like, yeah. don't, 
don't go out there and a be like you know i can't believe that this character did this because they're real right because whatever like you know don't create marketing for this company right you're doing something that you don't want don't threaten a creator life or you know even even jokingly yeah don't do it it's not it's not it only makes you look bad it makes the community look bad and it and it and it like it hurt it ruins it for everybody yeah like it's like and and zeb wells is not a bad creator he's hilarious he wrote for robot chicken did an amazing job he wrote hellions which you all enjoyed yeah you know and uh and and he's writing those marvel movies yeah so it's like you know like we were talking about how like i'm like uh, in in Sins of Sinister, like yeah. Destiny, Mother Righteous, like those two characters drive me crazy. Right, they drive me crazy. I can't yeah. stand them, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to get mad at anybody. I'm like they're well written. Yes, you know, like and I, that's the type of reaction you should have to characters. Or you're just like, oh, oh, that gets me. Like yes. I can't believe they're doing this. When well, oh, you know gosh. they're going like, to get theirs, like you, right? because they're a villain in the story about sure. heroes. And, and even if they don't, because I've 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 consumed lots of media where like. You where know, the villain wins or the, the villain doesn't it, get their yeah or like it just goes sideways and it's just like oh like it's a good story it's you know it's it's you know i, I want to talk about that i want to be like oh my gosh right but like yeah when it starts like taking over your life and when it starts becoming something um that you know drives you yeah like that's your that's your white whale yeah it's you need like, to get a new whale well it's like you know it's like okay you need to maybe like take a step back right just, right and go you know what like i remember getting so upset about one more day and I, I got so upset like i emailed joe casada and by the way i didn't threaten him i wrote a very long-winded boring email about like illustrating the differences and the issues and the impact on the industry and the impact on the sales of the book and blah blah, blah. you know like don't do that but like i didn't know how else to rationalize it right because nobody else wanted to talk to me about yeah. it. yeah but um i just stopped buying i was like i'm not reading the book because i know what they're doing they're they're sacrificing what i like for new readers mm-hmm. and so i didn't buy brand new day people are like oh man i love this thing i'm like i don't know anything i don't know what you're talking about mm-hmm. and it doesn't hurt and i'm still making a show about comic books even though i have this huge gap in my life in my memories i can remember i could and i could go back and read brand new day because mm-hmm. brand new day because now it doesn't matter now it doesn't it doesn't help them mm-hmm. you know but uh you know but i but i chose not to do it and i and I, and, and it it was you know it didn't affect them the, the record sales it made careers it created new characters characters that i like yeah characters that are gonna be in like movies and video games and stuff good for them but you know that was my stand was like i'm not gonna I'm, I'm, you know okay they don't care about me they're not interested in me they want new readers they want this mm-hmm. uh, does it feel like they're doing something insane and they, they feel like they're you know cutting their nose to spite their face yeah um but look at the numbers like the the such that they are the problem yeah. is like anybody who says that they know exactly how uh, sales are going on the comic book industry are lying to you like anybody who says this is how the, this is the numbers they show you charts they're lying to you they are using selective they're using selective information smaller microcosms of information they're not using full-blown information mm-hmm. they don't know they're using what they have access to which is not everything because that's, that's just how it works yeah Mar- marvel does not share their sales data end of story so you will never know how amazing Spider-Man sells. Not definitively. So take so think about that when you're like you when you're you know using numbers to try to justify your opinion. Just just you know, but don't think about it like that. Because the the worst of it, the worst of it for me, the reason why I even got upset about it was because I was like, you know, I'm watching people get really upset about like Mary Jane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're and they're saying like it and it and it's triggering something for them. Clearly, like they feel 
upset, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, they, and they feel wronged. But like it's it's it turns into something else. Yeah. Where it's like this is, you know, where they go, you know, this is all this is just like a woman to do this. You know, and I'm like, I didn't know that, that had come. It's just it, you, it's so it's on the edge of a knife wow. when it comes to that kind of rhetoric. When you start like when you start <laughs> when you start like sex shaming, when you start like when you start slush shaming fictional characters right <laughs> you 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 lost <laughs> you know what i mean and like but it's a it's a slippery slope is my point like don't yeah. get mad at mary jane for cheating on peter first of all you don't know all the context you don't know if they're fictional they're magic if she's brainwashed blah 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 right you know but also even if she did she's fake yeah so it doesn't matter it's not it's not gonna hurt you and it and, it, and it's not indicative of all women it's written by a man who was told by a man to write this story about a man and just uh, that was the thing that really that really made me go like we gotta have this conversation about this okay. and, uh, yeah, and yeah. I, I don't want to come across as lecturing I, d- I just wanted to like go let's have a different kind of conversation about this right book, where it's like look I think- the people in charge are manipulating the book yep and the book itself is not terribly well written but it's selling like crazy according to you got it you killed the fly um but like and and it's selling like crazy from what i hear and from what i've seen but Again, I and the reason why I even say that, why I say the book sells so well, is to is to is to offset the echo chamber. Yeah. Because like, look, if you get enough like if if you get enough like minded individuals in one room, it makes you think that that's the whole world. Sure. And sure, sure. It ain't. No, no, it's, it's when like, it comes to anything, but especially Spider Man. <laughs> it's like being in the cave, and all you're seeing is the shadows. That's right. That's what you think the world yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. It's not, or it does, or it's it's not always, and so saying like this is horrible and this is ruining everything it's destroying spider-man and it's selling great is a great way to kind of like bring you back to reality because you you're 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 reminding yourself like but there's a huge audience that's buying it and that's we don't buying know, and you it. don't know why yeah and you don't know why and i and i think it's important also um because i i i think we can all agree that sal is very passionate about his characters about, about my about fake stuff about <laughs> characters about story and i think we all have those moments sure and i i think it's can be difficult to see the the line yeah and i think that's i think we've all had moments where maybe it's like oh wait am i going over a line here mm-hmm. is, this, is this too much yeah um especially when what others might be trying to get you to do and i'm not saying like other people in like the comic community i'm talking right now very much about like marvel's like no i want you to talk about this even yeah. if you hate it i want you to talk about this yeah I yeah, want yeah. You to do that. and i don't like the idea of them trying to fill you with that sort of energy right sort of feeling because that's this this life is too short that's true it's way too short and and it may not seem like it but it is it's it's not enough time yeah. right like it's gonna a, to to fill it with that type of feeling that is partially manifested by someone else yeah you know it, it's it may well is the machinations of somebody else like you're yeah. you're playing right into their hands yeah like feel free like get passionate about story you know feel free to get connected to characters and 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 be upset when they fall falter or make mistakes or err but just be careful how far you go with it yeah but uh you know this will be the last issue of amazing spider-man i buy for a while cool uh you know i'm I'm gonna stay plugged in like i'm sure i'll be aware of it i'm i'm trying not to because i don't care like that's the worst of it it's better this is this is this is one of those things i'm talking about where it's like 
normally you'd just be sick of Spider-Man because of the oversaturation, the overexposure. Like the, Spider-Man's the Mickey Mouse of Marvel. He should be everywhere. He should be in every event. He should be the linchpin of every story. He should be in every single cameo. Like he, sh- he should be on every team. Mm-hmm. And yet he's not. And that's another problem, which is interesting, where it's like, you know, he's relegated you know and it may be because of the sony factor i mean mm-hmm. it's like well we, every every time we create a, a character in spider-man's main books it becomes a sony ownership mm-hmm. that's which is true that's how it works in the contract yeah like when 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 a character create is created an amazing spider-man or any spider-man book with spider-man in the title it goes to sony mm-hmm. marvel has no access to that character and if you can argue that it's a spider-man event even like a massive event like if spider-man is too important in the book it's a spider-man event and sony gets it it's just like oh that's, Can you imagine the kind of tightrope and well, juggling and, and they're I doing? I don't care for that because it's another instance of um, the movies controlling the comics, which is you know it's its own repugnant. Thing. But uh, you know, as a result, the audience doesn't have like a lot of options. You know, they're reading Spider-Man twice a month, and so you know, how, where, where else am I going to go to get my Spider-Man fix? Mm-hmm. It's like, well, you can go to Miles, and it's like, I don't. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a Peter booster, and it's like, I hear you. You know, and, and how many times am I going to read the old books? And it's like, you know what? Maybe now's a good time to go back to a run you didn't read. You know, read the Peter David run on Spect- Spectacular, Web of, Unlimited. There are a bunch of books that lasted a long time that you probably didn't check out. You know, there's a whole run of Saviak drawn Web of Spider-Man books that I'm like, no, I did not read. Maybe I'll maybe I'll start. Yeah. It'll probably be better than this. But uh, anyway, you know, Spider-Man sucks. Water is wet. You know, when you when you. <laughs> uh, Rinky, uh, Rishi Venkatesh. Uh, hey, guys, love the show. Omega Men back issues when? I don't know. But uh, more likely than not, yeah. Uh, he also says, also, I like uh, Zeb Wells' Hellions, so I want to wait until the end of the run before I rain hate upon him <laughs> so I could hope for a retcon. Paul is Mephisto? I mean, like... I, I but I, I appreciate that. Yeah. You want to look at the, the product as a whole as opposed to, you know, I, yeah. I appreciate that. I think right? it's a, a great idea. Like, I'm not I'm not a big fan of, like, Jameson knowing who Spider-Man is, but I didn't, like, freak out because Sidorsky wrote a really nice story about it, you know? Mm-hmm. It was like, oh, that was really well that was really well executed. It created a nice uh, status quo for the character. Mm-hmm. But, uh, and is it harder to fix? Eh, is it? I mean, you know, only one Doctor Strange move, it's over. <laughs> uh, and that's, that's the thing. Never forget that. You know, Paul, the children, Mephisto, all that. Doctor Strange has to show up to one issue. Yeah, but Whoop, again, it's over. we've never forgotten about the slap. Oh, the Hank Pym slap? Yeah. But we did forget about the one that Peter gave. Right, but I'm just saying, like, regardless yeah. of if you get rid of it or not, we have, like... The audience has a long memory. Yeah. That's true. But uh, but the audience is shrinking. So, That's you know. also very true. Uh, Ray Far fart. Uh, I'm gonna, <laughs> just going to stay in my corner reading 70s and 80s, the spectacular Spider-Man. Why was May mad at Peter if he robbed superheroes? I don't know. <laughs> Definitely read those, though. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I think she was mad at him because he dropped out of like graduate school. Uh, KT83976 uh, uh, went seven years not buying Amazing Spider-Man and had no problem doing it again, but I'm liking this discussion either way. Yay. See, see what I mean? Just, no, I'm not going to read that. Oh, well. Well, time for me to get off. Like, that's usually how it goes with me. Chunky Jesus. Great name. Uh, hey, Sal, what are your top three flavors of LaCroix? Oh. I always see you drinking it, so I'm curious. I'm partial to limoncello and key lime. Ooh, I do not like the the, 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 the sweet ones are not for me. I, I like the... You haven't even tried those yet. Yes, we... Yeah, I got a whole variety pack. Have you tried the limoncello? Yeah, it's... Yeah, no, I, we got it. I don't know who drank it. Key but, lime is sweet? Yeah. Well, it tastes like a key lime pie. Well, I want that. Well... I'm sorry. You did like the lime. Yeah, I like the lime. I like the lime. I like the the orange. Yeah, 
he's he's pretty pretty citrus based pretty citrus based and pretty like don't go nuts with the flavors yeah well there's a coconut one i really didn't like <laughs> damien 900 nick lowe said that zeb wells pitched the story which i don't completely believe it feels editorially driven i couldn't believe he said that about wells the comic selling incredibly well is an issue it i mean like it's an issue only as much as like who's saying that where's the data coming from how is that possible um Obviously, the book is selling well. It's not because Spider-Man and Mary Jane aren't married or it's not because of the, the Paul situation because they haven't been in enough issues for it to justify yeah, it. It's about do, like... You'd have to do a lot of research as to like where those sales are coming from. Like, Are you looking at just how comic book stores are like, purchasing them? How many do they have left at the end of the day? How many are just people who have pull lists who they just aren't thinking about it and they just buy the pull list? Right, and then they put it into a sleeve and put it into a long right, box? Like it, 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 there's a lot of factors here, and yeah. it's too much for anyone to take on, but yes. it, it's hard to tell. Yeah. No, I'm sure that Zeb Wells pitched that story because uh, I wouldn't be surprised if Zeb heard... I mean, look, look, you want to write for Marvel, you want to write for Spider-Man, you want to be the flagship writer, um, and you know editorial is a hard-on for effing up Spider-Man's relationship with Mary, with Mary Jane? Mm-hmm. That, uh, that'd be a good pitch to give <laughs> i have a pitch that will make it impossible for spider-man and mary jane to get married again well lock the door let's hear it mm-hmm. you know i mean i could definitely see that happening i don't know if it's necessarily that like you know machiavellian right but uh it could be i mean like at the very least i uh i do see that like um I, I don't want to deny that any one book isn't somebody's. It's very rare that that happens, mm-hmm. you know, but it's happened. Let's, let's put it that way. And it's happened more recently than not. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah. Uh, chicka, chicka. Here we go. <laughs> what? Um, uh, Denial says, uh, so do we all agree that upcoming Spider-Man fall and friend story is going to be about Robbie or Randy dying? I don't know. I don't care. Won't be reading it. Uh, I don't even know that Fallen Friend is officially about Spider-Man. Couldn't care less. That's the thing. You do enough of this crap to me. I'm just gonna get apathetic. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna get burned out and not be interested. Uh, Cat lawyer will defend for treats. Thank you, Sp- uh, Sal. Spider-Man. Thank you, Sal, for promoting healthy reading habits. Uh, Miles of Spidey is so good right now. Superman could, wouldn't be this good if people kept buying the Bendis run. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Josh wouldn't have had that opportunity. Jman27 Joster says, uh, I enjoy the Amazing Spider-Man run, but considering that comics can be retconned at any moment by any upcoming writers, no reason to be upset about anything. I mean, that's pretty apathetic to me. <laughs> <laughs> I like this thing, but uh, why be upset or feel anything if anyone can undo it? Ray Farr, can't wait for the upcoming Spider-Boy movie from Sony. Spider-Boy, yeah, they own him now. Grayson Red, I've heard you say multiple times in the past two years that you're done reading Spider-Man for a while. Sorry, my good brother, I don't believe you. Yeah, no, I mean, like, all I need to do is get one good story and I'll read it. Yeah, like, no, he'll be done for a while. And trust me, he means it. Yeah, like, I'll, like when I'll, Sal says he's not reading it, like, he's just... I'm just not. He'll I'll just read drop something out. else. Yeah, like, there's like, plenty to read. Yeah, like, you know, 100%. Like, it, it, and, and that's the thing, like, I don't like holding people to, like, the... I, I, I get you on, like... I, I never at any point said I will never read another Spider-Man comic ever as long as I live. It's it's more like I'll never trust Marvel editorial for as long as I live. I'll never believe that any Spider-Man story is stronger than editorial mandate. Mm-hmm. But I'm not like, you know, I, I'm, I'm not going to quit reading a good book. <laughs> you know, right, right. that's the thing. Uh, Mr. Sabotage. Oh. Mr. Self-Sabotage says, uh, I haven't picked up Spider-Man since Superior. So glad I haven't. One of the best Spider-Man stories. Can you imagine? Can you imagine being on that kind of high? Like, I read Superior, and then I just stopped. 
That's, that's a good high. That's really cool. It's a good period to be in. Yeah. Uh, Dan V900. Tom Brevoort is not the direct ASM editor, but his mentality was saying controversial comics aren't well received, sell better than comics people like is awful. I wish it were different. I don't remember Tom saying that, but I do I, I do know that's a prevalent theory in the Marvel bullpen. Certainly, uh, that is a Casada approach, and it has been a Marvel approach for over for 25 years, maybe 45 years, 55 years. Uh, Marvel's always been inflammatory. It's just that you haven't always loved the character. Mm. Uh, the funny Joker 42. I love comic pop. I love you. Thank you very much. Funny Joker. Um, and Nick Del Tufo off the racks coming for comics. Stay for the discussions. Well, right? That's very kind of you. Thank, Thank you very you. much, man. And finally, let's Ooh. get into some recommendations for comics that are coming out this week that we think you should, you should buy. Daredevil 10 is coming out. Jip Sadarsky, Marco Cicchetto. Yay. Great book. Uh, Green Hour number one. Uh, Josh Williamson, Sean Isaacs or Isaacs. Uh, this is a new run on Green Arrow. You love Green Arrow? Pre-order the book. Tell them, pre-order me the series. It's six issues. So you're you're literally pre-ordering six issues. Mm -hmm. Just tell them, uh, pre-order the series for me because you know you're only on the hook for six issues. Same deal with Doom Patrol, by the way. But like when you just do the research or you, you ask us, you know, be like, hey, uh, how long is this run? I'll try to find out for you. But like Green Arrow, if you love Green Arrow and you're like, how come Green Arrow is only getting six issues? It's because not enough people pre-ordered it. Not enough people are buying it. So prove them wrong. Pre-order it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Cause that's, you know, that's the only way you're going to do it. Uh, everything else is me and everything else is you. But uh, Wooly not really Wooly Nix says, do you think ultimate Peter is going to come back? I think he already is back. Depending on who you ask, he's back. Uh, so I had a really light week this week. So you did. Or last week. So this week, there's a lot more. Yeah. Uh, gargoyles number five is coming out <laughs> yay gargoyles this is the first different cover this is the first like oh cover i've gotten from the series what do you like, mean? look at the previews like just click, click preview they've all been like really big bombastic like look at the i guess that's no yeah. no this is yeah they like they're like alternating a little bit here yeah yeah no it's all good all right yeah, gargoyles number five uh, you know I like this. Yeah. That's all I got to say about that. Strange Academy, finals number six is coming out. I can't wait to see how this... Um, oh, it's the finale. Oh, is this it? Yeah. Oh, it is it. Wow. Well, at least according to this website. Yeah, uh, yeah. The end of an error. Error. <laughs> error. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. We don't dare spoil it. Fair. Like, a lot has happened. I don't want to ruin it for you, but like... But if you haven't already, there's only six issues of finals. It's such a good book. It's so fun. Like Scotty Young, Humberto Ramos. They've, they've, been, Same they've team. been carrying Strange Academy since it's like... Inception. Yeah. So definitely go back. Get the rest of this book. It's a lot of fun. Uh, Doctor Strange number two is coming out. I love that Nightmare is here, especially post him being... Um, in the X-Men? Yeah. I'm like, are we going to deal with that or no? I don't know. What but, a great Alex Ross cover. So looks, like a, looks like a it, Fear Street novel. It looks like a scary kid's book. There we go. <laughs> uh, Indigo Children number two is coming out. I really enjoyed Indigo Children. Uh, it's it's an image book. Uh, so if you miss this, you all have to do is grab the first issue and you can be on the same page as I am. Yeah. A lot of fun. Lot of, like weird, a lot of fun. I, I can't wait to learn more about that world. Uh, and then, of course the thing I'm the most excited about for this week, but I'm also not because I'm really going to miss this. Yeah. Uh, Sins of Sinister Dominion number one is coming out. Uh, wait, no, this is a tie-in. What? It says it's a tie-in. Oh, no, this is part 11. Yeah, it's it's, okay. it's Gillen. I got really excited for a hot second. I was like, oh, there's, <gasps> there's more. I, I would literally trick my brain into having more for this. I don't yeah. care. I, don't I wonder if it, I mean, I wonder how, how it sold. 
I don't care. Because if it did, you get more. Yeah, no, it's true. Um, no, I, I, I don't want more of this. I just want more of this collective group because this is what a great experiment. Three writers tackling this project. Yes. And it, it worked. You know, you get three writers who talk to each other, yeah. know one another, really working work. together. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Kieran Gillen, Paco Medina. Yes, please. <laughs> please write more. Please write more. That's all That's I my have note. to say. Can't, I can't wait. But uh, uh, so yeah. Uh, comic book monster. I think that's the next one. Comic book reader. Sorry. I don't know why I want <laughs> Just monster. making it up. Uh, comic book reader. Uh, thank you for this and how you framed it. You're right. The audience is being manipulated to be upset and we need to stop falling for the machination. Yeah. That's what absolutely. I'm saying, man. Absolutely. Uh, but we want to thank you so much for hanging out with us. Thanks for putting up with my bullshit. And of course, thank you so much for your super chats, uh, for sponsoring today's show, keeping the riffraff out. I've gotten a lot of emails over the past couple of weeks from weirdos who are like, I, I got an email that was like from a sponsor that was like, eh, here's some nonsense. And I was just like, nah, and I just deleted it. And I got another email from somebody from the same person who was like, um, I hope you're not ignoring me. And I'm like, Get out of here, you creep! I assume that that's just the rest of the form letters now. Right? Like, that's that, exactly that's right. Like, They're trying to guilt me into taking a sponsorship. You're right. Death and sanity after destroying MJ. How long till Black Cat? I enjoyed your opinion. Thanks. I don't think they're gonna because I think Black Cat. Well, Black Cat. You know, I mean, depending on you know, people didn't like the Kevin Smith retcon that she was like uh, sexually assaulted in college. People didn't like the 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 pre Jed McKay period. Uh, Jed McKay's run. People really loved. Um, you know, Black Cat has been through the ringer. So, you know, it, all, the only time they're going to care is if Peter pops out a ring for her. That's that's when you'll have to worry about like, Oh, she's got to go. You know, she's got eight lives to go. But uh, yeah, we want to thank you so much for supporting us and for uh, keeping the lights on. Thank you for joining us and thank you for liking the video and subscribe to the channel. And thanks for digging on the Wes Anderson video we Yay! made over on uh, YouTube.com slash comic pop or on all of our various social medias. Uh, if, you, if you liked it, maybe we'll make more. Who knows? Yeah. But, thank you very uh, much. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for being here and uh, have a great week. So long, everybody. Thanks a lot. Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye.